0: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We're the Volks and thank you for joining us. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue this week's teaching, which is the plantings of the Lord, pointing out that throughout Scripture... God has given us analogies and references to man being compared to trees. And I want to point out as we go forth with this teaching that the Hebrew word for trees comes from another Hebrew word, which means firmness. So there's a tremendous picture of how we need to be like a tree whose roots go down deep into the Lord. We started by looking at Psalm 1, the first three verses, and it's worth repeating. Just an incredibly enriching and encouraging portion of Scripture. And we see again right at the outset of the book of Psalms that a blessed man delights in the Lord and is compared to a tree that's planted by streams of water who becomes fruitful because it says which yields its fruit in its season, its leaf does not wither. Junie, what an encouragement to live like that.
2: And it also instructs us not to sit in the seat of sinners or to uh, take counsel from the wicked? And what's the other one that it warns us about?
1: Um, in Psalm 1, as we just read it, as I go back to it so I don't misquote it, that is the picture of everything negative And we see that he should not stand in the path of sinners, sit in the seat of scoffers, nor take counsel of the wicked.
2: And... It's important to see that, Shelley, because basically what we're going to be talking about this week is walking in the flesh or walking in the spirit, trusting our own selves or trusting men, rather than uh, yielding our will to God and asking for God's counsel, even when we receive counsel and wisdom from men, for God to confirm To us, if that's his will for our life.
1: You know, when you said that, Jenny, it reminds me of of the book of Romans, where Paul clearly speaks of the enmity between the flesh and the spirit. And that is related to in whom are we putting our trust, either in flesh or in the Lord. And from there, we went to Jeremiah 17, and we're going to continue on there today. In Jeremiah 17, if you have your Bibles, we're going to start reading from verse 5. Thus says the Lord, cursed is the man who trusts in mankind or flesh and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord, for he will be like a bush in the desert and will not see when prosperity comes, but will live in stony wastes in the wilderness, a land of salt without inhabitant. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor cease to yield fruit. Juni, there's a dramatic comparison between trusting in flesh and trusting in the spirit. And we need to recognize it now in these end days more than ever before.
2: And when you were reading that, Shelley, I had a picture of our brother Moses. uh, Mark Hoffman, who got saved, he was a Jew, got saved in Jerusalem. And he actually became a celibate brother in Germany. And at the age of 36, had cancer, um, metastasized in his body. And he shared with us how the pain was so intense he couldn't sleep at night. And there was a long table in the brother's house where they slept. And when he would walk towards the cross, all the fear and anxiety he had about his future, about his prognosis, Peace would just come over him and all that fear and anxiety would leave. But as he turned the table and his back was to the cross, all the fears, all the anxieties came back to him. And when he got to the other end of the table and walked towards the cross... Again, the fear left him, Mm. the anxiety, and the peace of God covered him. And I just saw that, Shelley, that when we're rooted in the Lord, that it doesn't mean that we're not going to have fear or anxiety. Brother Moses loved Jesus, but when that comes on us and over us, we need to cry out to the Lord to deliver us and to change us and to heal us and to soften us and to give us his wisdom. Because the last scripture that Brother Moses wrote to us, do you remember what it was? No, I don't. What was it? It came out of Romans, and, he, and, it's, and the Lord impressed it upon him that whether we live, we live unto the Lord, or whether we die, we die unto the Lord. For whether we live or whether we die, we're the Lord's. And how important it is that we put our trust in the Lord.
1: Amen. So again in verse five we see that the man who puts his trust in flesh and makes flesh his strength is really cursed. And I, I trust that nobody wants to be cursed, but we gotta be, we have to be careful not to trust in flesh, because it says if we do that, our heart turns away from the Lord, and he was like a bush in the desert. He will not see when prosperity comes, but will live in stony wastes in the wilderness a land of salt without inhabitant. and bless the Lord. Listen to this description of the man who puts his trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought nor cease to yield fruit. No matter what the outward circumstances are, the roots that have gone down deep to receive nourishment will overcome the difficulties and our roots need to go down deep into the Lord. And throughout scripture, there's many scriptures that talk about Uh, This situation, if you have your Bibles, turn with us to Psalm 118, verses 8 and 9. Psalm 118, verses 8 and 9. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. And so often in the Hebrew Scriptures, taking refuge is a synonym for trusting. So let me read that again. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. And you know, Junie, when you read the Hebrew Scriptures, one of the indictments of God against our people Israel is that they looked to man to resolve situations when all along God was exhorting them to trust in him. For example, let's look at Isaiah chapter 31. Isaiah chapter 31, let's just look at verse 1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses and trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. But they do not look to the Holy One of Israel nor seek the Lord. Junie, I think this is a common, uh, this is a verse that every one of us as believers should take to heart because who among us has not looked to the, to the, to the world's strength or to our own intelligence or our own physical prowess? And God says, no. If you look for, for flesh to strengthen you, we're turning away from God. And here was the word, in one word, but they did not look to the Holy One of Israel nor seek the Lord.
2: And you know, Shelley, you mentioned Israel or Jewish people. Uh, In Peter, it tells us that it is better to suffer for doing good than doing evil. And uh, in uh, ignorance, as Jesus said, when he was being crucified and uh, the leaders of Israel were crying out to him to come down from the cross if he was really um, uh, the son of God, um, he said... Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. And why am I sharing that, Shelley? Because I was thinking of the Holocaust, our people going into the gas chambers, and we've heard from those who heard the cries that our people died, saying, "Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad, Hear O Israel." The Lord our God, the Lord is one. And there are Jews who pray every day to Hashem. Every day they rapt villain. Every day they read the prophets and the Torah and the Psalms and they cannot see Jesus. So for Christians, for those uh, Jews who have come to the knowledge of Jesus as being the Messiah or Gentiles who have come to the knowledge of Jesus being the savior of the world. What would we do if we found ourselves facing, um, having our heads cut off like those Egyptian um, believers? What would we do if uh, all hell broke loose in America? What would we do? Where is our trust And all we can do is cry out to Jesus and ask him to show us if we did something to deserve a negative happening or if we're suffering for righteousness sake. And it's so important, Shelley, because the gospel today in America and Europe and Asia and even in Australia and New Zealand and how many more islands and countries eliminates the cross, and the cross is the quintessential truth of the gospel. So I just think it's important that when we put our trust in the Lord, so many times people expect things to go well and um, to have what we need or want or like, when sometimes we will suffer because the Lord is proving that he is stronger in us than our flesh.
1: And, journey just before we close, isn't it in times of trouble, it, that is the time that we need to put our trust in the Lord and not in flesh. So, Father, we thank, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the example. You said whatever is written in the Hebrew Scriptures is for our instruction. So may we become men and women who put our trust in the Lord and not in flesh. In Jesus' holy name.
0: Amen. Amen. That's Shelley and com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.